Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Happy Friday, Derek Zemrak. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. I'm just so glad that it's Friday. Uh, <laughs> me too. And I'm glad we've got what looks like a promising movie, but I'm not the movie critic. You are. Let's talk about Bros, starring Billy Ishner. I think I said his last name right. If I didn't, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it also stars Luke McFarland, and it looks yes. really good, but is it? Actually, uh, you know, this is the first main gay character in a movie that star in a movie. So this, this has gone a long way to be able to where we were before. Because I remember when Paranormal came out, that kids film, years ago, yeah. and I was writing for a newspaper at the time, and I wrote in there, in my submission, I said this is the first openly gay character in a animated film, and they took it out of the newspaper no yes yes oh my god we have come far we've got a lot farther to go but we have come Uh, pretty far exactly so this is a romantic comedy and it's kind of like a you know homage to you know sleepless in seattle and all those 80s films but yet thrown in there with a little bit of uh the the raunchiness (laughs) of bridesmaids so it's a very funny comedy i enjoyed it i laughed out loud and there really hasn't been really any good comedies lately that really have you laughing and the people in the at the press screening were laughing and laughing out loud and <laughs> saw somebody that I knew there and I said oh and he said I've already seen it because he saw a screening over at the Castro he said but I wanted to see it again because so I think I missed so much because people are laughing so much so, <laughs> so that's a good thing it's a good thing it's a little bit that genre of a, a rom-com they meet they go on a date you know that it doesn't really work out and you know hopefully they get back together but I don't have to you know I don't have to tell you what happens right it is rated R and it, it's a hard R so it's uh, you know, if, you, if you're not comfortable with that type of stuff, you may want to stay away. It's got to be make a crossover to make it at the box office. You know, you got to yeah. have the, the LGBT community come out because it's not just it's not just gay. They, they address all the characters mm-hmm. in the film and, and they're all funny and they got great humor in it. Uh, but the one thing that they have to do is, you know, if they have hopefully it crosses over to the, the straight community will also support this movie. So yeah. uh, it's funny. You'll laugh. Now, some of the stuff, you know, you may cringe a little bit if you're not comfortable <laughs> with the situation because there is a few that are like wow didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) okay the thing that that i identified with is how he was done with love and completely over trying to find somebody and then in walks luke mcfarland's character right and everything changes and i go god i hope that doesn't happen to me i'm so happy single Right. Well, that's what it, it, he keeps saying he's happy, single, happy, single. You know, and he has a podcast and all he talks about is being single. And, you know, he's 40. The one thing that bugged me the most in the movie, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, okay. was both of these gentlemen are from television. And you could tell because oh. oftentimes, you know, when you shoot, you go from, you know, a master shot to a two shot to a close up or vice versa. However, the director wants to do it. And Nick Stoller is the, is the director mm-hmm. of this movie who's done a whole bunch of movies. Now, the problem was is their continuity of how where their positions of their hands and their eyes and their heads were it was jarring when they cut to different scenes because they couldn't keep it where in television it's like a three camera shoot you do your thing and you do it again yeah you know so it's not it's not the same I mean film it's still a one camera shoot so that bothered me out of a technical side people you know next to me I mentioned it to them and they're like oh really you know so they most people probably won't notice it but I'm like okay yeah his hand wasn't really up that far it was really down on the table you know it's like continuity it's important. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it was that was the only thing that really bugged me out of a technical standpoint. But, you know, it was a good, fun movie to go see. I, I give it two and a half slates out of five. Okay. I think for comedy, I almost bump it up to a three. <laughs> uh, I thought it was enjoyable. Good. I'm glad to hear that because I was hoping it was good because <laughs> I definitely am going to see this. And on the series tip, which I still think we should be like, you know, the box officer and the, and the stream queen, something that's <laughs> similar to that on Netflix is a series called Uncoupled. It's like the opposite, starring Neil Patrick Harris. And after okay. 17 years together, his boyfriend just up and moves out. And he's oh, okay. in his 40s and he's trying to be gay and single again on the scene. And I thought it was a fantastic series. So if you want to check out Uncoupled, that's on Netflix. Cool. All right. So seriously, do we need another Munsters remake? So I guess when, you know, Rob Zombie decides to do something, <laughs> he can go ahead and do it. But this, you can look at this background. You know, you got Devil's Rejects, uh, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, mm-hmm. you know, Halloween remake. You know, I mean, this guy's a hardcore slasher, you know, gratuitous violence in films. Yeah. And now he's doing something as wholesome as the Munsters from the television series. Now, like I said before, he's really a fan of, you know, the Munsters and he wanted to make this. When the trailer came out, everybody was like, ugh. (laughs) It's like, it like it. yeah, it seemed truly like a cheap student film that was like, what is going on? So we all had anticipation because I I loved the series, you know, growing up. I thought it was it was fun. Yeah. You know, I I like more the Adams family, but you know, there's a controversy between the two. You know, it's like a Marianne <laughs> Ginger thing. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, okay, the casting. You know, of course, he has to have his 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 wife in there. So she's playing Lily, and overall, the film sucks. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and, it, and the thing was, is this was like the monsters, okay? But they don't have Marilyn and they don't have the the boy in the film, you know, yeah. um, Eddie. They don't have Eddie. Oh. Okay. And this is a prequel of how they became the monsters, like how they got together, how uncle, I mean, excuse me, grandpa. Well, he's not a grandpa yet. They got no kids. Okay. So now he's going by just the count. Okay. And they show how they got together. And it's just like they have all these characters that weren't necessary in this film. I mean, seriously, I could chop chop off 25 minutes of this thing because it's like nothing pertains to anything. Just move this thing along. Mm. And the humor, he tried to keep it like the slapstick, you know, from the television series. And it didn't work. Now, Danny Roebuck, who plays what we know as Grandpa, the count on that, he was great. He was fantastic. I thought he did a great job. The other ones, it, it just didn't work. It did not work. I like some of the coloring schemes that they used. The lighting was good, but overall, it just doesn't work. And you're like going, this is boring. Yeah. And, and the monsters should not be boring. And the pacing was completely off. Ugh. It was almost like, you know, he's always done these big films, you know, and he's always got these camera moves and the camera twists around, you know, and that kind of, he throws that in, but it doesn't pertain to the scenes that he's do- doing him in, but that's what he's comfortable in. Uh, but, it, I mean, yes. they had, you know, Uncle Uncle Gilbert, you know, which was funny. The best thing I liked about the movie was when they showed uh, uh, Uncle Gilbert and then they had these little montage of Uncle Gilbert, you know, he's the one that kind of looks like Preacher from Black Lagoon. Yeah. And then they cut to a scene and he's sitting at a dinner and... Re- 
a Revenge of the Creature poster sitting there, and I'm going, oh, God, we're playing that next week. That's good. That's good. We can talk about that on the, on, on the podcast. Because <laughs> the wind is playing that movie. <laughs> that is so on October, funny. On October 15th. So it's like that was the best part of the movie that I saw. I saw, you know, the Revenge of the Creature poster in the background. <laughs> That sums it up. I'm not saying anymore. That's amazing because I couldn't even get through the trailer. I tried, buddy, and I was so bored. I think I made it maybe yeah. halfway through, and I was like, I'm over yeah. this. Bye. Yeah, and then also Rob Zombie did have Butch Patrick, who played Eddie Munster, you know, in, in, the, in the series. I mean, we had him on a podcast. Yeah, we did. I believe, once. But he's like the Tin Man or whatever. He's in this costume, you know, and oh. it's just like, it would have been fun for him to play Wolf Wolf. I, I mean, he didn't even know that Wolf Wolf, which was, you know, uh, Eddie's doll was really, you know, his uncle. Oh, my I mean, God, I, 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 really? Maybe I just don't remember that. Well, I, I, yeah, that's what the character was, and then, I don't know, maybe his the grandfather made him a doll of his uncle. I, I don't know, but it was definitely Wolf Wolf, so. Weird. They him Wolf Wolf. How so. many slates are you going to give the monsters? God. Right? Jeez, how many? Uh, I say one and a half. Okay. The sad thing is, is like we keep talking about this, is why is Netflix doing this product? Right. You know, they're losing subscribers. They keep complaining about that, but yet they're putting out stuff that's just subpar. Yep. I mean, and they're paying, you know, they, I think that what they did the budget on the film was like $50 million. Ooh, damn. Where did it, you know, where did they spend it? Yeah. Rob Zombie took $45 million? <laughs> I mean, what was that? Yeah, and his wife took the other five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want my two hours back. Yeah. <laughs> my two favorite quotes from this podcast. It sucks, and I want my two hours back. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week, my friend. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Stream the box officer now at KKIQ.com and Apple and Google Podcasts.